found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Thursday edition of Tidbits, the 14th day of the month of April. Here we are. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning, Dale. You know, I thought I was experiencing a phenomenal weather phenom. Okay. Because I earlier this morning, I swear... My thermometer read 55, and then I updated it. Now we've got a clear sky, and it says 36. Yeah. I know it may not have been 55, but I know it was probably in the mid-40s. The clouds move out, and now it's 36. Okay. Okay. There so you it's, go. it's pretty, pretty chilly. And we have a fairly full moon. Yeah. It's not quite all the way there. Okay. But fairly full. If you look at your calendar, Matthew and I's calendar, it says fairly it says full moon. Fairly full. <laughs> we uh, have our own way of doing things. <laughs> Yesterday, I uploaded the podcast, and, and part of the description was Matt and Dale are simpletons. <laughs> Dating back to if <laughs> if if we were if guys like us, <laughs> if everybody on Earth had our kind of brain and thought process, yes. We'd, we'd be very simple. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely would be. <laughs> now, uh, this is something that, uh, by the way, we'll have a wind advisory today. Mm. Ah. Wailing winds. Wailing, wailing winds. Will prevail. Wind gusts to like over 40. And yeah. uh, wind advisory, so. Yeah. We can't catch a break in the month of April. We've, we've not caught very many breaks, weather-wise. No. But. Um, it's kind of annoying, but. I got an email yesterday from our friend and former colleague, David Packard, ah. who uh, sent me the copy of the Magpipe, as I call it. That's Logansport High School's uh, paper, right? Or, it's the Magpie, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, we're featured. Yeah. We're featured in there. Now, the... Now, the young man that covered the story, I mean, he was a nice young fellow. That's Peyton Mucker. Okay. So Peyton was in, and he never had a notepad. Okay. So <laughs> so it comes. Now, I got the largest picture of the bunch. You did. Okay. But you're first. You're first. Hmm. And it says, Matthew Paul's been working for 102.3 The River for over 15 years. I, that's correct. That's correct. He's currently the morning host. I am. Correct. Yes. Presenting the weather, the news, and the interests of Logan Sport. I do all those things. Matthew says, I was first introduced to radio in college. Yep. When I was going to Manchester. Yep. Before I flunked and, and uh, was, <laughs> had to leave. Gosh. Oh, that's not in there. I, I wasn't majoring in journalism either. Anyone could get a show, <laughs> and it stuck with me. That's uh, Matthew's quote. Mm. Now, here's mine. Of course, it's a lovely picture of me with my long locks. And, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I look uh, Greek goddish, basically. Oh, if boy, I do could, you. If I could describe it, that's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's a Greek god right that's there. That's exactly what I thought. No. I'm so lucky to be blessed by the sight of him every day. <laughs> Now, now it says my name, which I'm amazed that he got that spelling correct because he had no notepads. 
But it says I've been working on Hoosier Country 1037 for a little over 40 years. <laughs> I told him I'd been in radio. In radio. <laughs> okay. This station's not been in existence for 40 years. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, he says that around the age of 11, I was sitting listening to the radio and I thought to myself, <laughs> How hard could it be? <laughs> to make a career out of it. <laughs> How hard could it be? Uh, and then, you know, I should have kept my trap shut probably because then he says Lau plans to retire from doing radio <laughs> in around two years. <laughs> Shut up, kid. That's a surprise. Okay. <laughs> but he enjoys every second of it when he's working. And you know me, Matt. That's exactly me. I enjoy every second of it. That's funny. Cause... While I'm here. <laughs> Gretchen, Gretchen asked me, does, does he really enjoy every second? <laughs> I'm like, um... I'm like, I don't know, I man. never said that. This morning, we, we talked about his misery index and how he's at the very bottom rung. <laughs> so, I see some contradictory things happening here. You never said that? No, I never said. I enjoy every second of it. Never. But that was a good comment from him. Makes me sound. There you go. You know. <laughs> so, he did well in, you know, coming up with something to fill. Right. My story. Peyton's got his picture in there. He's got a good one of himself. I took some equipment shots. I mean, you know. That's because I took him on a tour. Oh, let's see. That was a good job. <laughs> okay. All right, kid, go run around. <laughs> Poke around wherever you want. And then there's a picture of you and Karen. <clears throat> and uh, she speaks on all stations in the radios. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. It says. She gives local and world news. As well as uh, talking to the other hosts. As the uh, at 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 times, <laughs> so so he did a good uh, you know a good spread there. Uh, you know, basically, as I look at my picture, uh, the the lighting makes my hair look gray. I don't I don't know how that happened, <laughs> but you know, the lighting in here is pretty. You know, it's very harsh. Yeah, you know. and see that that's that's what's funny is Dale's lighting is far different than mine. Yours is darker yeah. in there. I keep things a little more yeah. a little more subdued, a little more chill. And then you can see the messiness of my uh, rack of CDs that we used to use. Yeah. He says, originally, all the music you'd be listening to from a radio station came straight from a CD. And that's, you know. He says, now most studios use a computer to stream music. So, you know, I mean, he's put together a nice little story there. There you go. And uh, so we're recognized now officially in the magpipe. <laughs> in the magpipe. There you go. So uh, thanks for the coverage. So in Swing Choir, yeah. Peyton and my daughter are partners. Okay. So they, um, you know, so that means they got to do a little dance and stuff, right? Yeah. 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 Oh. Now, you know, he gets a good break there because, you know, Gretchen's pretty small. Yes. Now, when I was involved in theatricals in high school, I always got the big gal. I always had to hoist the big gal on my shoulder. Okay. Well, when you have an Adonis figure like yours, 
They're like, surely he can handle this. Look at him. It's like he's chiseled from marble. <laughs> and the Music Man, you know, and some other musicals. You know, I was, uh, you know, I was a staple <laughs> of, uh, you know, getting the larger gals hoisted upon shoulders and so forth. Hmm. So, um, now can I print off the, you know, so basically for me to save this uh, story, mm-hmm. I could print that, right? Would it feature yeah. color photos? Yeah, and, sure. Okay. Print away. Yeah. <laughs> I can stick it on the refrigerator <laughs> out there. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just print away. It's fine. Okay. Start clicking at print. Yeah. But, uh, you know, kid, uh, I, I, I don't recall ever saying anything about retiring. And, yeah. That's supposed to be a shocker. Actually, I should have told him in that story. I'm officially retiring today. This is my last day. This is it. This is my announcement. So, there we go. Thanks uh, for the coverage from Logansport High School at 631. We'll uh, take, take a break for news. Uh, maybe a little world news uh, as well. Uh, when the things came... I had to shut down my computer earlier because I had oh, some no. some technical difficulties. And then uh, when it came back, of course, all the things I already had ready to go are dropped out. So now i got to play catch up and, and do that. So let's check news with Karen, and we'll be back with more Tidbits. This is Tidbits. Back on this Thursday prior to Easter, which will be on Sunday and Good Friday, of course, tomorrow. That's right. Various Monday Thursday services around the area tonight. Okay. So uh, check your local schedule for events. Uh, my buddy Nate and I are leading a Thursday service tonight. Is that right? Yeah. Where will you be? Revolution. Okay. A little singing. All right. A little message, a little communion. It's going to be good. All right. And then uh, then your boy's going to give the message on, on Easter. Okay. You prepared? You hear that? Are you prepared? <laughs> do, you, do you hear the weight? Do you, do you, <laughs> are you well prepared? I am. It's okay. done. All right. I, I um, <laughs> I finished it Tuesday. I sent it out to our speaking team for review. Okay. And I uh, got some really good feedback. So All I'm right. Implement that today, and then uh, start practicing. Okay. So. Now, how do you do that? Do you do it in the mirror? Or? Yes. Do you add facial expressions? Yes, I do. And I have little I have little areas. Smile. Pause. Stern face. Pound pulpit. Yes. Stomp, stomp on ground. Uh, That's exactly what okay. I do. Yeah. So. So where are you going? You going lottery or a sandwich? Boy, as the booth announcer here, I, you've got to make choices. I have to make choices. Well, we'll start with sandwiches. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, Old Style Inn, they're open for breakfast, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m., which, you know, here's the thing. I thought okay. about this. All right. Sometimes when you, if you're an early riser, yeah. sometimes you wake up and you're not hungry right away. 
you're not. Well, yeah, I'm accustomed to not normally eating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. And so sometimes it hits you 7.30, 7 It's like, man, I'm really hungry. Yeah. Here you go. A perfect solution. They're open 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Okay. I'm guessing you can give them a call and say, hey, can I have one of your signature sandwiches for pickup? We'll have it ready for you. Okay. That's what they'll say. Okay. <laughs> and um, and you're like, oh, that just sounds so good. It's, it's egg and cheese. It's served on Texas toast. You get six full strips of quality bacon. Yeah. Four on the side. Sorry, four on the sandwich, two on the side, or just get all of them on the sandwich. You might as well. Just stuff them in there. You know, cram them in if there. If you're getting it to go, just have them all thrown on there. Might as well. Yeah. But um, there you go. Get that signature breakfast sandwich from the Old Style Inn. Open 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. for breakfast. 6th Street, downtown Logan Sport. Yeah, uh, great or stuff you, there. Yeah. Or you could say, uh, you know what? Uh, can you make me an omelet? Like a Southwest omelet? See? And they'd say, we sure can. <laughs> Will do, sir. <laughs> Biscuits and gravy, maybe you Biscuits want that and to gra- go. Yeah. yeah, or steak and eggs, pork chop and eggs. They can make pancakes, cinnamon, French toast. Oh. All kinds of great stuff. What a fantastic. Make that a part of your day and to put that on your assignment board prior to Easter. That way you can enjoy. Good call. All right. Good call. All right. So, shifting gears. Now's the time. Now's the time to let your dreams go wild. No winner. In last night's Powerball, I looked it up. Saturday right now, the Saturday drawing, an estimated $325 million. So ask for a Powerball quick pick at a Hoosier lottery retailer before the evening drawing. Wow. Play responsibly. You know, I'm thinking, you know, I I could probably get by on just 25 mil out of that. In that case, well, I don't know, because the uh, the Hoosier Lotto, no winner last night as well. So that jackpot up to 10,200,000. Okay. So... I'm not sure if you could squeeze by on. It'd be tough. Whatever the lump sum is, <laughs> minus taxes. Yeah, I mean, it'd, it'd be tough. It'd be tough. You'd but, have to make some concessions. Yeah, I, you know, I would. You know, because you know, I planned on giving you and your family at least 15 million of my pot. At least, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Here you go, buddy. Oh, I watched the thing on there, the. There's uh, a check. No. <laughs> Thanks, thanks, pal. <laughs> That'd be just incredible. It's it? just incredible you know, to be able to do that. Can't imagine. But you said you saw something. I was watching YouTube, and I, yeah. it was this. Um, it was like a uh, walkthrough of a penthouse in New York mm-hmm. that was on the 96th floor of this building. Yeah, and um, it's it's wide open. It has you know it's it's very nice. I mean it's super super high end. Hundred and sixty nine million dollars. No kidding. For this penthouse. Yeah. Hundred and sixty nine million dollars. I mean if if you won three hundred and twenty five million, even after tax, you could buy it. And then what? <laughs> you have nothing else. <laughs> but you've got some primo real estate that will just gain. Yeah. You, you hope. You would hope. <laughs> but I, I, I just $169 million. It was crazy. And that's nothing to so many. Yeah. You know. And the, the realtor that was giving the tour was, yeah. Um, he made the comment at the end. He's like, this would be a great, uh, a great space where some people could share. <laughs> you know, like if there were a group of guys that, that maybe made it big in, in cryptocurrency. 
Like. <laughs> okay. If you're that rich, do you really want to live with others like that? No. You want to live in a commune <laughs> right? <laughs> of crypto people? <laughs> Matt and I still don't comprehend what it really is, no. how it works. It's pretty risky. You're starting to see it more and more on TV now. Yeah. So I, I guess we're going to get left in the dust. And again, <laughs> if, if you could just explain it like we're five-year-olds in a way that we can understand, you're more than welcome to come in. Share your knowledge with the rest of the world. Because it'd be interesting to really know how it works. It, right. it, it appears to be very topsy-turvy. It's, yeah, it's super volatile. Yeah, so looks like if you plan on traveling, you'll have uh, another couple of weeks, 15 days, that you'll still have to wear a mask. So, um, you know, that it's just, you know, some people, I, I just have a, a problem breathing comfortably in a mask i i don't like it i feel all stuffy yeah and um supposedly on an airplane you've got some of the cleanest air you can get you know as far as right we found some that we've um i like them they've been the best mask that i've ever had okay as far as they don't I, i don't i've never feel that way when i have them on okay i really don't so they're comfortable yeah are they approved by the CDC? I yes, because you know there for a long time when this all started, you couldn't get a mask, right? So people homemade them, and then yeah. you know through the years it said, well, they really didn't do any good, <laughs> you know. So all this time we were just feeling, you know, make believe right. comfort because it wasn't doing anything to to help cease the spread, really. Um, yeah, these are really good. The, um, I, I mean, we recently flew back from Orlando, yeah. and I never had an issue. Okay, having it on. Now you know, here's a woman that was duct taped to her seat. <clears throat> oh, we had that story, remember? Yeah, yeah. On that American Airlines plane, after she allegedly attacked the crew and tried to open the door mid-flight, she's facing fines of eighty-one thousand nine hundred fifty dollars. Wow. The largest handed out by the Federal Aviation Administration to date. She was photographed and filmed bound to her seat on flight 1774 from Dallas to Charlotte. She could be heard screaming, you, 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 at passengers filing past her as flight attendants calmly nodded their goodbyes. (laughs) Have a great day. Thanks for flying. It's good to see. Thank you. Thank you for flying. Have a great day. Watch your step. Yes, have a great day. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a lady going berserk behind him. Nice. She assaulted and bit a flight attendant after she attempted to open the forward boarding door. Oh, my gosh. And was restrained for the safety and security of others of on the plane and the crew. But uh, that's a big, 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 big fine. $81,950. You can't just start opening the door. Like, you. what do you expect? I mean. Why would you? I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know what she went through, what's going on in her mind. They also proposed a fine of $77,272, the second largest ever against a woman aboard a Delta flight from Vegas to Atlanta, 
She attempted to hug and kiss <laughs> another passenger. Here we go, little one. Tried to exit the plane mid-flight and then bit another flyer multiple times before the crew restrained her. The uh, two fines are part of about $2 million in penalties the FAA has proposed so far this year. Wow. Maybe if they get those fines, they can drop your luggage fees. <laughs> you know, hey, we've made enough. We've had a windfall. <laughs> so was it reasonably priced, your flight? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Because I know when I went a year ago, it was very mm-hmm. you know reasonable. Yeah. I mean, when you factor in, if we were going to rent a car yeah. with gas and probably staying somewhere plus food on the way home, you know, yeah. Okay. And finally, I don't know if you'd do that. I don't think I would. Here's an upstate New York woman who dumpster dives for her food. Oh, yeah. I've heard of this. Teresa Cadlish is 31 years old, a filmmaker <laughs> and a dumpster diver extraordinaire. Oh. Claims she spends only 25 bucks a week on groceries. <laughs> She's going to get together for Easter this week. <laughs> oh, would you bring Teresa? <laughs> well. <laughs> the rest of her grub comes from the treasure she discovers in the garbage. There you go. Including, as she reports, a filet mignon steak. Oh, boy. She's done this for over a decade. <laughs> she uh, rifles through the waste, insisting that the fresh, albeit discarded, produce is the same as store-bought. <laughs> she says, seriously, there's no difference between dumpstered and non-dumpstered food, and I don't assign preferential ethical or cultural value to either. There's no difference between dumpstered and non-dumpstered food. I don't know, lady. I just, um, you know, I guess it depends on the time of year you're collecting your goods. In midsummer in New York, okay, <laughs> flies. And, right, you know, right, it's right. like, come on. <laughs> to date, her most gourmet discovery was the filet mignon <laughs> with potatoes and onions, saying it tasted like steak. <laughs> I don't know. I guess, uh, you know, they found a big haul some years ago at a uh, beverage company's distribution center. They brought home thousands of dollars worth of juice that had been discarded. So, okay. And then from there, it just turns into a living. (laughs) Wow. Would you? Would you do that? I don't think so. And again, she's going to bring stuff to Easter dinner, and it's like... <laughs> yeah, don't put her on your invite list. <laughs> oh, I found this. <laughs> Lovely. That's fine. Half eaten. <laughs> well, we cut away the parts that, you know, were gray. <laughs> All right. Cool. So there you go, Matt. A uh, Thursday edition of Tidbits. Uh, in the books. Yep. And uh, we'll do it again on Good Friday. That's right. That's tomorrow. That's that's true. See you then. All right, see you, buddy. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.